You're listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast. And today, ladies, we are going to be talking about habits. And I decided to bring habits back as a topic for the month of January because we are at the beginning of a new year. And it's always good to go back and look at habits that worked for us in the year past. And it's also good to look at and reevaluate what habits we may need to put into place in order to get to our next health step, to our next health journey, to the next level, whatever we want to accomplish with our health. Because like I've always talked to you before, ladies, our health is a journey. Our wellness is a journey. It's never ending. So things that you might have put on your goal list for your health back over in at the end of 2020 and things that you wanted to accomplish in 2021, well, great. Look at those things and see if you accomplished them, okay? And then, you know, look to see if you, why you might have not accomplished them. And we're going to talk about that in the episode as well. But then you've got to look at, okay, I've accomplished those in 2021. Now, where do I want to take my wellness to the next step in 2022? Because we're always perfecting. Okay. We are never done ladies. I mean, people tell me like, oh, I'm healthy. So what do I need to work on? You know, ladies, when it comes to our wellness, there is always, and I can all, and I can say, I can always guarantee you that there is some aspect of your wellness that you can work on or improve. Even the healthiest of people continue to get better and to work on different areas. They work on them in different ways. So today we're going to kick it off and we're going to look at habits, you know, and why habits are so important and how they can help you along your journey. It's a short and quickie episode, so it's got nothing to be long or anything complicated. So let's dive in and let's listen to this first episode about habits and then prepare your hearts for next week because I have got Marcy on our interview and she owns Equilibria. It's a CBD company by women for women. And this conversation was really, really great. I enjoyed our conversation immensely and I think you are going to enjoy it immensely as well. You're going to gain a lot of clarity around CBD. And I think at the end of this episode, you're going to know if CBD is something that you want to dive into. And Marcy is going to um, give us a great coupon that will be available in the next episode. So you'll hear that. So you can go ahead and you can try that. Okay. So let's dive into this episode talking about habits and how to get better at them, how to scale them and how to let go of old habits and rethink them in our minds. Hey there, and welcome to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Broad, Millennial Women's Health Guide and Certified Women's Health Nurse Practitioner. I invite you to join me and hundreds of other women who are curious about their health, want to be their number one self-care advocate, and want to build a health portfolio that is robust enough to carry them through every facet of their lives. The Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast is the only resource you need to start, grow, or level up your health to the fullest potential. Discover why women all over the globe call the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast their go-to women's wellness hub, where we talk about women's wellness, we talk about business, life, and everything in between, all the things that pertain to us women being healthy. We are more than just a podcast. We are a community. Well, hey, ladies, and welcome back to our first episode of the new year. I just want to start off by saying, you know, I hope that you had a blessed, blessed Christmas 
and I hope that you had a joyful new year and that you are ready, and I mean ready, to crush your wellness goals in 2022, to either step into them and or to really take them up several notches on the meter. Because that's what we're going to be doing this year, ladies. We are going to be really diving into really understanding habits, mindset, and how all of those things around those two topics really change us and help us to optimize our wellness. You see, ladies, wellness isn't just one thing. Okay, It's a combination and a culmination of all the things that we each are. Okay, So most of us, I know that, most of us wear many, many different hats. We are mothers, we're wives, we're sisters, we're daughters, we're grandparents, we're caretakers, we're employees, we're entrepreneurs, we are students. We wear so many hats each and every day that in order to be able to do those things, we must, we must have our health to support us. Because ladies, without your health, nothing else is going to be able to function in your life the way you want to. That is just the plain and simple fact. Plain and simple. Okay? I'm not, I, I, I didn't make those rules. I'm just here to tell you that that's how it is. Okay? And wellness and the basics of learning about wellness should not be looked at as merely just basics. They should be looked at as foundational pieces that you need to work on each and every day in your health in order to move the needle further along, okay? Staying stagnant doesn't improve your health. Going backwards doesn't improve your health. So we need to constantly be moving forward in our health, okay? So I want to start off here by, I want to ask you this question and I want you to take this, this journey with me. So here's, here's the thing, picture this. I want you to imagine for a minute that it's January 2nd, 2023. So it's a year from now. Look back on the past 365 days and I want you to ask yourself, did I do what I said I was going to do at the start of the year? Okay. Did you accomplish those health goals that you wanted to do? Did you accomplish those business goals that you wanted to do? Did you move up in your career like you wanted to do? Did you, you know, establish a relationship, whether it be friendship, romantic, or whatever? Did you further enhance a relationship? Maybe if you already had one, did you make it better? Did you create a better lifestyle for your children? So I want you to think about all those things. And I want you to ask yourself that question. Because in the past couple of months, ladies, I've not only been asking myself those questions, but I've been talking to a lot of business women busy businesswomen, moms, you know, women just like you, women who are working on their careers, women who are working on their businesses. And I can tell you, I asked them these same questions and I can tell you unanimously, more than half of them said that 2021 was going to be their year. Okay. And here they were at the end of the year and they were still saying to me, I'm still not taking action. I still didn't finish the things I wanted to do. Okay. So here's the thing, ladies, people say, oh, I'm going to, you know, make time for that. I'll make time for this. I'll make time for that. When the truth is this, 
We cannot make time. Time already exists. We cannot create time. But what we can do, ladies, is we can find time. All right, we can find time because if we don't find time, it's always going to be slipping by. And before you know it, it will be the end of 2023. And I want you to be able to say, I accomplished all the things that I said that I was going to do. I want you to be able to say that 2022 was a breakout year for you. Okay. And how do you do that? Well, like I said, you have to put some ground rules in there and you have to start at the beginning. And what we're going to concentrate this month on the podcast is we're going to be talking about habits. Now, I know we talked about habits last year, but we can always, you know, take a fresh look at it. We can always revisit it because I truly believe, ladies, that every time we hear the same message or the same thing over and over again, it just, we hear it differently at at certain points at certain times. It's like, wow, a light bulb went off. I needed to hear that just now. Now I'm ready for it. I'm prepared for it. Maybe I wasn't ready for the message last year. Maybe I wasn't ready for it the year before, but now I heard that message and I'm ready to step out into it. Okay. Creating habits is such a foundational piece to your wellness. So we're going to start off this month and each week we're going to be talking about how to create habits. Except for next week, we're going to have a guest interview coming up. And I think you're going to be very, very happy um, with this guest interview. And you're going to find it really fabulous. Okay. We're going to be talking about CBD. And it's one of the things that I've incorporated and am learning to incorporate into my life over these past, you know, few months towards the end of the year. And it's really has taken a, a different, it's helped me differently. I can't tell you, like, we're all different. So I don't know what your issues are. You know, whether you're anxious, whether you have depression, whether you've got stress, whether you can't sleep, you know, whether you're going through the change, whether you have, you know, hormonal imbalances, there are all sorts of things out there that each and every one of you are going through that are different. But for me, last year, one of the things I really wanted to work on was improving my sleep. It was really important to me because I wasn't sleeping a lot. I would try to go to sleep and it's not that I can fall asleep, but then boom, like around you know, one, two o'clock, I, it's like, I wake up, it's like my cortisol goes off and my adrenaline goes up and it's like, boom, I'm awake. And it takes me several more hours to get back to sleep. And sometimes I don't even fall back to sleep. I'm just tossing and turning the rest of the night until it's about 5.30 when I have to get up to get ready to go to work. And it was starting to drain me of energy. So I started taking melatonin and that was a really big thing for me. It really did help. But after my conversation with Marcy, who you're going to hear from, um, I started And even before that, I really started looking into CBD and really wanting to try to see if I could find a regimen for myself to help me. And so, you know, after we talked and I got some clear answers about different things because Marcy has great dosing specialists over on her site, and we're going to talk about that next week. It really has helped a lot. It, I can't say, I'm not going to tell you what it did for me. It helped me with my sleep, but it helped in other areas too, because I think we do an injustice when we say, okay, I'm, I took this and this is how it helped me. Because then everybody starts to think, oh, if I take it, then it's going to help me in that area. We're all individuals, ladies, and we all have different cannabinoids. We have a cannabinoid system, but how that system works in us, how our parasympathetic and our sympathetic systems work in each of our bodies is differently because we're different. So just like different supplements, the same supplement can you know work differently in different people. It's the same thing with CBD and with anything else in your life, okay? That's why you have to look at yourself and not be looking at anybody else when you try to figure things out. 
So how did I figure out that I wanted to, you know, work on the sleep issue? Because it was something that I put down on my 2021 at the very beginning. This is what I want to help myself with over the following year. We have goals. We set health goals. I set health goals for myself. I set business goals. I set relationship goals, all different types of things that I want to do, just like I sat down and did this year. So, you know, in order to move forward, and you've heard me say this before, you always have to look backwards. And the reason not to stay there in the rear view, okay, but I want you to really sit down if you haven't done this already at the end of 20, at the end of last of this year, 2021, you haven't sat down and really looked at, you know, what were some of those things that you wanted to work on as far as your health goes and look at it in all areas. Okay. Write down the wins first, because I find that we, as women, we are so hypercritical of ourselves that we first jump to all the things that we didn't do. So do not go to the things that you didn't do initially, go to all the things that you did do. Look at your list check off the things that you accomplished, even if you only accomplished them part of the way, okay? Give yourself credit for starting. I say that it's not a failure if you've tried it and you put some effort towards it, okay? Maybe you didn't finish it out all the way to the end, but give yourself some space and grace and allow yourself the pat on the back for the things that you accomplished. Then look at the list and see where didn't I, you know, measure up, so to speak. You know, where did I not, what did I not accomplish that I wanted to do? And just put those down. No, you know, just don't get into the judgment part yet. Just write them down. Then you have to, I want you to analyze both sections. So with all the things that you did get done and you got accomplished, write down a feeling with that. Write down, you know, what do you think was behind the reason that you got those things done? Okay. Then do the same thing with the things that you didn't get accomplished. Why do you think you didn't get it accomplished? Because ladies, there we all there's we all know the reasons that we didn't do things. Okay, we may just not want to be woman up enough to say, you know, we don't want to say man up, but woman up, okay, to say we didn't do this because X, Y, and Z. But the truth is, we we know why we didn't get things done. Maybe it didn't fit in with our schedule. Maybe we bit off more than we can chew. Maybe we didn't really like it. You know, maybe we were doing it for reasons for somebody else and not for us. But the object is to look where you were, look what you accomplished, look what you put in place to get those things accomplished, because obviously you got those things accomplished. So you know in your mind that you can accomplish things. Okay. You're not, you know, you're not a a failure. You accomplished a lot of things. And then look at the things you didn't. Were those things that you didn't, are they something that really was important to you? And you just maybe needed some more support. You needed more guidance or whatever it was. Look at those reasons, because if it's something that you still want to do, then put it again on this year's list. If it's not, then don't put it there. Okay. And sit down and really focus again. What do you want to accomplish over the next year with your health, with your business, with your relationships? Because knowing where you're going is a big step in the forward direction. You know, going blindly down the road and not having any vision of, of where you want to go ends up, you go nowhere. Okay. And that vision can change. It can go up and can go down. And a lot of times the path that we think we're going to end up at, at, at the end of the year, maybe we had to take a different path or we had to detour this way or detour that way. And that's okay. But see where you want to go. Now, the next thing that you have to do is the most important thing. And when I was in 
you know, network marketing, which I still do with my Juice Plus and everything, but not like I used to. We learned so much and we're trained so much on the power of knowing your why. And I can honestly tell you, ladies, that I am so glad that I learned the power of why. Because it is your why and the power behind it. And when you drill down deep, deep, deep into the core values and feelings of what that why is for you, of what you're, of, you know, the why behind you doing something, you will then stick to that so much better than if you do not have a conviction of why you're doing something. Okay. Knowing your why is going to help you in the times when it's tough. You know, when you say, oh, I just don't want to do that today. You're going to go back and you're going to look, this is why I'm doing this. I'm doing this for X, Y, and Z, whatever that is for you, because it's going to be different for all of us. Okay. And I don't want you to look at, I mean, one of the things when we were doing and learning about whys, they would tell us, okay, well, how would you, you know, put down how you would feel if that why didn't happen? Oh, I'd feel bad. I don't, I want to take that away from us. Okay. I'm trying to look at everything positively and I'm trying to create a positive atmosphere for you because I want you to think of wellness and everything in your life in the positive sense as much as you can be. So don't look at like, well, how would I feel if it didn't happen? Of course, we're all going to feel crappy if, if we put something down and it doesn't happen that we thought we wanted to do. Instead, really fine tune the convictions. Okay. And not just, I want to lose 10 pounds to go to the beach. It has to be much deeper because losing 10 pounds just to go to the beach, you know, that might be a thing that lasts for 10 seconds. And after that, when that piece of cake rolls around, you're going to forget about it. Okay. It has to be deeper and it really has to be something that's a burning conviction for you. Okay. And it has to be personal. It's not something that you can say, oh, I want to look better in a bikini for my boyfriend or for my husband or for any of those things like that. It has to be for you because if it's for somebody else, again, that's where the whys just go out the door. It has to be personal for you and something that really, really something that you want to do a burningness inside because those are the whys that you're going to carry and move forward. Okay. Like an example, I'll give you my example. My story is this. I decided a year before my granddaughter was going to be born that I wanted to be in the best shape that I could be because, you know, I'm in my early fifties and I wanted to be able to get on the floor with her. I wanted to be able to take her out and do all kinds of things. And eventually when she gets older, I want to travel the world with this child and now with my grandson as well. And so for me, that was a big, big burning why. I wanted her to know that her Nana was there. Okay. And I worked on getting my body in shape. I hired a personal trainer for an entire year. I went to the gym five days out of the week. I busted my butt to get stronger and push my limits and know what I could do. Because for me, I am my own, I'm most competitive with myself. And I'm, you know, that's who I am. I like, I, I could really push myself. If I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And I go do it. Okay. And I'll tell you what gives me the greatest joy out of sticking with that why and continuing to work on it year after year, these past two years is 
when I take my granddaughter to the park and she's like, come on, Nan, come, come play with me. Get on the swings. Come down the slide with me. Come on, Nan, wrestle with me. Play hide and seek with me. Come play catch with me. And when I can do those things and I'm following her all over the park and I'm going up and down those stairs at the park, up and down and I'm sliding down the slides and I'm going through the tunnels and, you know, I'm playing chase with her and I keep up with, with this child because she's an energizer battery. I sit there and I am beaming inside from head to toe because that's my why. When that girl says, Nan, come play with me. And when she hugs me afterwards because we had such a great time together, that is like a feeling that there is none other. Now, the flip side of that could be if I didn't have my health, I wouldn't be able to get on the floor and play with her. I'd have to tell her, no, I'm sorry, Nana can't take you to the park. Nana can't do this. Nana can't do that. And I know there's some people out there who have health issues who can't do that. And I am by all means not putting anybody down. I'm just saying, you see, that's the kind of why, the conviction. It's a feeling. When that child smiles at me and when she gives me a hug and she holds my hand and she pulls me along, she says, come on, Nan, come on. Oh my God, I melt. And that is why I walk five miles every day. That's why I drink the water. That's why I try to work on my sleep. That's why I work on my nutrition. Because I want to be able to be around for that child until God takes me off of this earth and I want to be as healthy as I can possibly be so I can keep up with her. And she can say that her nan was an active part of her life. Okay? That's my why. And that's why I'm telling you with that story, that's your why. It has to be that convicting. It has to make you feel something inside. It has to make you feel something because when it makes you feel something inside and you can recall that feeling when you don't want to do something and you can muster up that feeling of, oh my God, I know what it feels like to have that child pull up my hand and tug me and ask me to come along and I can do it. Okay. I'm going to go for that walk, even though I don't feel like it today. Okay. So Take some time, get some tea, get some water, have a glass of wine, whatever it is your thing. Get out your journal or piece of paper and take a deep breath in and envision where you want to see yourself in a year from now. Envision your health because ladies, that is the most important vision you can have because that vision is going to drive every other vision that you have. And that is what I'm set out to do for you in 2022 is to be here to help hold you accountable, offer you courses, offer you a membership, offer you one-to-one services, offering you free stuff through our podcast, our Facebook, Well Woman 360, our Instagram. That's where you're going to find your inspiration. And I want to know your why. So hit me up at Well Woman Network 360. Tell me your why. Hit me up on a private DM on Facebook under Michelle Broad. Come over to Instagram at Well Woman Network. DM me there and tell me your why. Because I want to freaking be your cheerleader in your corner. I want to be there holding you accountable and helping you get those things accomplished. Because I want you to feel that feeling of whatever it is you want to have inside of you. Because we all should have that feeling. Okay? It's no better high. I'm telling you. It is the greatest thing in the world. When you put down your why... And it comes and you're able to do that. Why? Okay. So let's get into talking about three steps to creating new habits, because I know we've talked about this before, but like I said, it's always good at the beginning of every year, every quarter. Okay. To refresh our minds with 
why we're doing what we're doing. Okay. So ladies, just like I talked about just a few minutes ago, we all have these times in our lives where we intentionally want to change our behavior for the better. And we do want to create new habits. I'm, I'm sorry. Most people do. It's just a natural part of who we are. We want to do better. Okay. And this could be, like I said, anything from getting on the habit of eating healthier or drinking more water or like me wanting to sleep better or to get more movement in your day, you know, or to, you know, move up your, you know, move better or to sleep, eat, eat better, whatever it is. Okay. All of these things we want to do better. I know that we do. We just don't do it for whatever reason, most of us. Okay. And it could be simple things. It could be like, I want to walk down the block. I, I walk with a cane and I don't want to, I want to walk without a cane. I want to have better balance. I want to just have, be more flexible. Some people are so stiff that they just need to be more flexible. Some people just need to move their bodies because they're in pain and they think if I move my body, I'm going to have more pain when the opposite is true. Okay. There's so many areas in our lives, ladies, that could be improved and made easier if we just created new habits. So getting into the habit of doing something is so much easier said than done. True? Okay. Give me an amen for that one if you're out there. Everybody say amen. Amen. Okay. It is much easier saying it than doing it. We seem to acquire bad habits without much effort, but getting into a good habit seems to be a little bit more challenging, right? We seem to have a little more challenging a little bit more. It seems to be a little bit harder for us to start creating those new challenges or bad habits just to seem to pile on with no problem at all. I understand that. And I know that. So I want to break down into three steps for you so that you can make it easy to follow until you've internalized this new behavior and made it a true habit. Okay. What is a true habit? A true habit is simply something we do automatically without having to think about it like brushing our teeth. Okay. So the first thing is you need to decide, well, first of all, you need to know your why, but after that, decide what you want to do. Okay. The first step is to decide what you want that new habit to be. And I want you to be as freaking specific as possible. Okay. As specific as possible. And you've heard this before. Smart goals mean you got to write it down. Don't just tell yourself that you want to exercise more. I want you to say, I will go to the gym or I will walk for 30 minutes every single day. Okay. Be specific and be specific on how much you're going to do, when you're going to do it, the time you're going to do it, those three things. So I'm going to go for a 30 minute walk every morning at 8 AM. Now that is specific. Okay. Or I'm going to go to the gym for 30 minutes every night at 5:30. Boom. You got it. Okay. Deciding what your new habit will be and committing to it when you, you know, committing to it and how you're going to do it is half the battle. Okay. Then you need to remind yourself to get it done. So here's the thing, ladies, anytime you start a new habit, the next few days, oh wow, that's smooth sailing. You're motivated and you're excited to get it done, right? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go do it. I'm doing it. Hey honey, I'm going to the gym. Hey, I'm going to go for my walk. See ya. But Here's the reality. Sticking to your new habit isn't the issue. Okay. Because in a few days, you're going to start to notice that it's easy to slip back into old habits. 
Okay. Just like we said earlier, it's so much easier to slip back in bad habits and stay in bad habits than it is to move forward. Okay. So here's an, here's an idea. Okay. Here's, here's an example. You know, maybe you said, I'm going to get up every morning at eight o'clock and I'm going to go for a 30 minute walk. You wake up and it's raining outside, lightly sprinkling. Okay. And you say to yourself, do you really want to go for a walk when it's sprinkling outside? Or maybe your day just gets away from you. There are two things at this stage that really can keep you going. Okay. The first thing, like I said, is to know your why. And the second one is to have a daily reminder. You want to set your alarm on your phone or add the new habit to your daily to-do list for a while. Okay. So when it's just drizzling outside, I'm not saying a monsoon. Okay. Of course, don't go for your 30 minute walk when it's a monsoon season outside or anything else like that, or if it's pouring down rain, but if it's just drizzling, for goodness sakes, you can go on a 30 minute walk. If it's just drizzling, put on your parka, put on a, on a cap and get your umbrella out. The other, I mean, it's been raining in California here for the past two and a half weeks. And I have successfully navigated the rain to walk my five miles every single day. And one night it was, it started coming down, but I had my umbrella with me, I had my park on and I just did it. Okay. Because ladies, when it becomes a habit, you just go do it. It doesn't matter that it's raining outside. It doesn't matter that I feel a little tired. It doesn't matter that my, my legs hurt a little bit. I have committed to it. It's a habit and I'm doing it. And my body knows that I walk every day for five miles. And I just get up and do it. And there are days at work that I don't feel like doing it at my lunch hour. I'd much rather sit at my desk and eat my lunch and and check out a magazine. But nope, I get up, I set my watch and I go for my walk and I just do it. Okay. That's where the power of when something becomes a habit, when it becomes habitual, when it becomes automatic, when it's just like brushing your teeth. Okay. It's not hard at that point. You just do it right? So make it part of your routine until it becomes a habit. It's the next thing I want to talk to you about. Okay. This is the last step. It takes time ladies before new behavior becomes a true habit. Until then a routine will will work to your best advantage. Even before the new behavior becomes automatic, a routine will help you get it done without having to spend a lot of willpower or relying on daily reminders. Okay. So just make it part of your daily thing. Here's an example. You know, make that daily walk part of your after dinner routine or change from grabbing a snack at the vending machine at work at 10 o'clock in the morning to packing a healthy lunch. Okay. So you make it your new habit or something that you want to create that new habit around. You make it part of your routine. You want to read more. Okay. So you get up in the morning, you set your alarm for 10 minutes prior to your, you know, your normal time. That 10 minutes is going to be your time that you're going to spend reading a new book for 10 minutes every single day. Or you set your alarm for, you know, if you go to bed at nine o'clock, you set it for 15 minutes, you set it for 845, 15 minutes before nine. And when that alarm goes off, you know, you pull out your book or you pull out your journal and you're journaling for 15 minutes or reading for 15 minutes before you go to bed. Okay. When you make it part of your routine, it's a lot easier to just assimilate it into everything you do. Because remember we talked about habit stacking last year. When you stack habits that go together, it's a lot easier to continue them and to keep them together and to do them than if you have one habit that is completely off track with some other things that you're doing in your routine. Okay. So make them go to, make them go together. 
All right, so this is another topic and question that I get all the time and that I want to discuss a little bit too when it comes to habits because I've been reading and learning a lot about, you know, mindset, behavior, changing our, our physicality inside, okay? Because ladies, here's the thing. Learning new things isn't just about our brains. It isn't just about mindset. It's incorporating it into our DNA. It's getting it into our bones. It's a feeling. It involves our senses. It's all working together and you have to learn that it's not just about taking this part and that part and working on different things individually. We've got to start learning how to put our lives and our health together in a seamless flow and working on multiple systems or different things at the same time because that's how things really change. Okay. When you're working on your health at the same time that you're working on your mindset you are, you are boosting each other because they synergistically are going to help each other. A better mindset is going to help your health better and better health is going to help your mindset. When you take it physically in and you're physically feeling it inside and you're internalizing it into your bones, that makes things, you know, light up and even move further. Okay. Analyzing why things work and why things don't, that takes us even further as well. Okay. So a lot of people say, oh, I have the willpower. So, and they go, what's the difference between willpower and a habit? So let's address that here for the last few minutes of, of today's podcast. Okay. It's hard, ladies. It truly, truly is hard for any of us to keep up willpower for any length of time. Yes, any of us can stick to a low fat, a thousand calorie diet and go hungry for a week or two, but eventually our willpower is going to fade. And yes, we can do the exercise we hate for a while until we run out of willpower and we no longer want to do it. But what about getting up to take the kids to school every morning or brushing our teeth or going to work every day? Those may not be our favorite things to do either, but we do them daily without the risk of running out of willpower. Okay. Why is that? Why is that? We ask. I ask anyways. And it's because those things have become habits. They are so ingrained in what we do and who we are that we do them without even consider skipping a day or a week. We don't have to make a conscious decision each day to shower or to drive to work. We just do it. It's a habit. Okay. So you've got to learn to make your wellness a habit, just like you make those other things. When you start to think about it, there's an inverse relationship between habits and willpower. When you first want to build a new habit, yes, it takes a lot of willpower to get it done day in and day out. But as you start to establish that habit, ladies, it becomes easier and easier to do it until you don't even have to think about it anymore. Like I said, I don't have to think about walking. I just go and do it. I don't have to like, oh gosh, you know, whatever. I actually, what I think about is how I'm going to work my day around my getting in that five mile walk. So I wake up in the morning, like when I'm off and I'm not at my office, it's easier for me because I can choose different times. So I'll go, okay, if I'm going to take my granddaughter to the park, I'll go walk before I meet her. Or I know if I'm at home, I can walk at four o'clock because it gets dark at here at five, five, five thirty. So I can't do it after I get off work. So I have to make the time before. So when I'm at work, I know that I have to get my walk in at lunchtime because really that's the only time I'm going to get it in. Because I have to leave early and it's dark still when I'm leaving to go to work. And when I come home, it's dark. So I have to fit it in at lunchtime. So I don't even think about it. I just say, okay, ladies, I'm going for my walk. Be back in an hour. And I go. 
Okay. When I'm home, I say, okay, I need to get in this walk somewhere today. So I look and if I'm all the plans I'm doing, if I know that I'm going to go over to my mom's house, okay, I'm going over to my mom's around three. So I'm going to take my walk at four so I can get it done before I have to go because I may be there until five and then it's going to be dark when I come in. I work my day around my walk. Why? Because it's become a habit for me because it's something I wanted to do to keep my body moving. And it's something that was about my why to be healthy for my granddaughter. Simple story, simple. Okay. That's where, you know, yes, at first it was like, okay, I've got to go do my walk. Oh, I've got to do my 250 steps an hour. Now I just do 250 steps an hour. I don't even have to wait for my watch to go off to tell me to do it. I just do it. My body gets up and does it because I've made it a habit. And that habit has now turned into something that I don't even have to think about. And initially, yes, I had to think about it just like any of us do. But after a while, trust me, it gets so much easier and it's something that just happens. Okay. All right. So, so while you're in that transition from the willpower part to the habit, there are some tools that you can start to use to make it easier. Number one, you can, you can use a to-do list or you can set a reminder, like I said, to help you stay on track. Or number two, which I even love this even better because this is human contact is find an accountability partner so the two of you can motivate each other and help bolster that willpower when it starts to fade after the first enthusiasm wears off, which is in about a week or two according to statistics. Even something as simple as laying out your running shoes the night before or keeping your sneakers by the door will make it a little easier for you to go out for that run. So help yourself out, ladies. Put cues around, all right? Like I've got my water jug sitting on my desk. It's a cue. I look at, okay, I have to, I know how much I have to drink. It's a visual thing. I've got my tennis shoes by my front door. So when I go downstairs, I see my tennis shoes, you know, help yourself out as much as you can in whatever area that you can help yourself out to get yourself to keep going and get those habits set into place. Use your phone, use your watch whatever. Get an accountability partner. Hey, I'm going to meet you every night at 530 and we're going to go walking for a half an hour. I'm going to meet you at eight and we're going to go to the gym for half an hour. You know, whatever it takes. Okay. We all need help and we all need to rely on things to get us going initially. Even the most professional people will tell you they have systems and they have routines that turn into habits. Okay. You ask any good athlete, that's how they get it done. Okay. And was it easy when they first started? No. Is it easy to wake up at 5 a.m. And, and hit the gym to go work out or to go swimming or do any of those things? Talk to Michael Phelps or any of those other athletes. It probably wasn't when they first started, but after a while, it's just something that you do every day and you just do it. All right. So help yourself along until the willpower is no longer the word willpower. It turns into something that you just do and it becomes a habit. So let's recap here. First, you want to get clear on your why. Then you decide to create the new habit. Then you're going to practice the routine until it's second nature. And then ladies, you will well be on your way to forming a new healthy habit. So what I'd like from you, if you so choose to take on the mission, is here's your homework. Write down three for this next quarter, three things that you want to accomplish with your health. Three things. It doesn't have to be big things, three things. 
come on over, meet me over at Well Woman Network 360. If you're not already a member, ask to join and we'd be more than happy to invite you into the group. And I want you to share with me your three things over the next quarter health-wise that you want to improve. Or you can come on over to Instagram at Well Woman Network and you can DM me there three things that you want to work on with your health over the next three months. And then I'm going to take all those things that you're talking to me about and I'm going to create content to help you accomplish that or be your accountability partner if you need that or you so want that. Okay? If you could do me another favor too, maybe you haven't already done this, but if you haven't shared this podcast with a girlfriend or two, I would be quite honored if you would go ahead and you would do that. Just click the share button, you know, send it to a couple girlfriends, tell them, hey, I love this. I love this episode. She talked about habits. I think it's a great re, you know, recap, refresh, whatever you want to do. Send it to a couple of girlfriends and share it and have them follow us too. We're really trying to build this podcast up and that's how we do it. I would greatly appreciate from the bottom of my heart. All right, ladies. So until next week, I wish you a very happy, happy week. I wish that your week is blessed. I'm here to help you in any way and to serve you in your health needs. Just let me know how I can do that. And please, please take me up on the mission. Write down three things that you want to improve with your health over the next three months. Write them down. You can screenshot them. You can put them in your stories over on Instagram. DM me over on Instagram or come on over to Well Woman Network 360 and put it in there. Ask to join. Or you can even just private message me over on Facebook at Michelle Broad. I would be happy to meet you anywhere. All right, ladies, until next week, take care, God bless, and bye for now.